It is my pleasure to welcome back to our show Dr. Rick Axelrod. He's president and CEO and medical director for Lifestream Blood Bank. And you can find them, by the way, I'll just give you this email or this website address before we get going, and that is lstream.org. lstream.org is the website where you'll be able to get more information. Uh, Rick, thank you very much for uh, joining us. How are you? Good, good. Well, thank you for having me. Um, You guys are the exclusive provider of blood to all of our area hospitals here in the Coachella Valley, right? That's correct. We supply uh, all the hospitals in the Coachella Valley, as well as uh, hospitals uh, in other parts of Riverside County and San Bernardino County as well. And I know that we've talked about this before, but it certainly bears repeating that on a good day, uh, meaning a day when there is not a lot of withdrawals from the blood bank, so to speak, that you don't necessarily always have enough blood to cover what the basic need is, let alone if there were to be a real big emergency or having a health crisis like we currently have with the pandemic and such. So maybe you could give us, first of all, what the state of things is here in the Valley and and throughout the Inland Empire uh, as a whole in terms of the supply of blood and I would imagine it's down dramatically because people are not in environments where they may be used to uh, participate in blood drives and things like that. Is that correct? That's correct. We actually have less than a one-day supply of all blood types for all of our hospitals. And the biggest reason for that is the COVID pandemic has essentially canceled most of our blood drives in the community. A good portion of the blood that we collect in the community is at high schools and colleges, and they're not in session. Many of the businesses uh, that have participated in the past uh, have their employees working from home, so doing blood drives is a real challenge. Um, So we're focusing, we have been focusing on trying to get people to come to our two donor centers in the Coachella Valley, in La Quinta uh, and Rancho Mirage, Uh, to help make up for the blood drive uh, units of blood that we've lost because people aren't doing blood drives in the community. How many is your goal just here in the Coachella Valley alone? How many blood donations in a day, let's say, would you ordinarily do, and what would be your ideal? So uh, 75 units a day is what we would like to do on a normal day. And our our ultimate goal would be to do 100 units of uh, or have 100 donors come into the, uh, whether it be a donor center or a blood drive, a day uh, in the Coachella Valley. So if there's not enough people fulfilling that need, how do you get the blood? Are you buying it from somewhere else? Yeah, well, normally, in normal times, what we do if we fall short is we have resource sharing agreements with other blood centers across the country where they can help us out. Uh, when we need blood, but because of the coronavirus pandemic, as well as the weather issues that are hitting a good portion of the country, there is no blood available to be gotten from anywhere else. So we're on our own, and we really have to have our local donors support the program and come in and donate, or if they have the ability to schedule a blood drive in their community, in their neighborhood, we can do that as well. Uh, so we really, lo- at this point in time, we have to have the local population supply all of our needs. Is it possible, Rick, for organizations like Livestream 
to be able to utilize some of these locations that are being set up as super vaccine sites that are going to have thousands of people going through them in a day to maybe um, have folks come and get screened and, and provide blood at those locations? Well, you know, that uh, on paper, that is a wonderful idea, except the problem is that we don't can't accept blood donors on the day they get vaccinated. Ah. So that's that's the real challenge. There's there's a 24 or 48 hour wait for vaccination uh, in order for them to donate blood. Important information, for, I think, for people to know right now, especially as so many are anxiously awaiting their opportunity to to get uh, the COVID vaccines. Yeah. Now, one thing I would like to mention, just so that your your listeners are aware, is the act of donating blood, and whether it's on a blood drive at our centers, is very safe. Even in the in the pandemic, we have implemented good deal of safety precautions to make sure that all of our donors and our employees are safe. First, everyone has to wear a mask, whether you're an employee or a donor coming in. You have to wear a mask. Sure. We take everyone's temperature at the front door, and it has to be uh, lower than 99.5. And if you're lower than 99.5, you're able to come into the center or go into the uh, mobile coach. We sanitize everything that we do. So any donor who has been there before, the bed, the interview room, the chairs, everything that they've touched has been sanitized. And everyone is required to be six feet apart. So our donor chairs are six feet apart. Our employees are six feet apart, and we try to do that for everything to make sure that we're doing a safe environment uh, to respect the rules of the pandemic. Our guest is Dr. Rick Axelrod. He's president, CEO, and medical director at Lifestream Blood Bank, and they are the agency that serves all of our area hospitals here in the Coachella Valley in the Desert Cities. Rick, you mentioned that you have the different donor centers, so maybe you could uh, outline for us where they are, what the hours are, and uh, how easy it is for people to sign up uh, to make an appointment and come on in and, and be able to give blood. Okay, well, thank you for, for asking about that. We have two donor centers in the Coachella Valley. One is in Rancho Mirage in the Hobby Lobby Shopping Center, and it's literally located right next to uh, Hobby Lobby. The address is 42390 Bob Hope Drive. And we have a second donor center in La Quinta at 79215 Corporate Center Drive. And that's just east of Adams Street. And it is located right next to the post office in La Quinta. So it's easy to find. Uh, Both of them, uh, well, actually, Rancho Mirage is open five days a week. It's open on Tuesday and Thursday from 1030 to 6 p.m., and Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday from 7 a.m. to 2.30. La Quinta is open seven days a week. It's 7 a.m. to 2.30 daily, and on Wednesday is our late day, 10.30 to 6 p.m. And the easiest way to access any of them is to make an appointment online, which is very easy. Just go into lstream.org, say you want to donate blood, and it'll give you all the centers and all the times available and the appointment times available to come in and donate. And there's also, I think, a 800 number that schedule the mobile blood drives uh, through. That's the 800 try giving number, I think. Is that right? That's correct. That that yeah, actually, 1-800 try giving is the number to call if you want to make a a blood donation appointment. You can also use that number if you're a business or someone in the community who can organize a blood drive. And using that number and going through the menu, you can get to 
the individuals uh, to help you schedule a blood drive as well. But we try to uh, uh, direct people first to the website. If they have web access, that's the easiest way to do it. If they don't have that access, then they should uh, use the telephone. Well, you did mention, too, that you would do, like, neighborhood blood drives if people set them up. Is that a simple thing to put together, or how many people would you want to see agree to participate in such an event if you're going to go to the the trouble to go out into the community and and do the blood drive? Yeah, so we would like a minimum of 25 uh, donors that are willing, that are scheduled. So essentially a person in the neighborhood acts as the blood drive chairperson and gets people in the neighborhood to, and, and we work with them to select a day and a time range that works for everyone in the community. And then they would work to get the people to schedule the appointments, to fill up the appointments. And then we would bring the mobile coach to that neighborhood uh, and uh, they can donate uh, on the mobile coach. Okay. And another thing, because I know that some people don't have the ability to give or think maybe that they don't have the ability to give. I know that there are certain, you know, there have been certain prohibitions on people have had hepatitis or HIV or have been in same-sex relationships and things like that where there's been waiting periods. So maybe you could give us a little rundown on some of the things that people may want to be clear of before they come in. And, And also the fact that you guys screen uh, the blood when it is donated uh, anyway. Isn't that correct? Yes, that is that is correct. And so, you know, one of the things we we try to do is is it's really better for people to, I mean, there are things that are very clear that you mentioned. If you have a history of HIV, you cannot donate. If you have a history of hepatitis, uh, you cannot donate. Uh, but we really try to have people come in if they don't have those obvious things and just come in and try to donate and let us work with you to see whether you can donate or not. Because one of the challenges we have is that people self-defer because they think they have something, a disease or a condition that doesn't allow them to donate. So, for example, if you have diabetes and it's well controlled, you can donate. If you have a history of high blood pressure and you're on medication and it's controlled, you can donate. If you have a history of cancer and the cancer has been cured and you're no longer being treated, you're able to donate. So, you know, we really like to have people come in to try and donate and then work with us uh, uh, to see if that can happen. And then obviously, if they're deferred, you know, there are other types of programs. They can try to schedule blood drives. We have fundraising opportunities and a lot of other things that they can do. Uh, but, you know, I, I think the best thing is for people is to try to make an appointment unless they have those obvious conditions that uh, are sort of FDA mandated that they can't donate. Sure. And Dr. Axelrod has told us, and we'll repeat it again, that you can go and sign up and get information about Livestream at their website, which is lstream.org. We have just about a minute left, and I wanted to ask you about the community getting involved in the two for two for two community campaign i don't know if if you can get that in in about 30 seconds here but if you want to talk about that we could carry you over if you wanted to i'll do it real quickly it, the two for two campaign is asking the community to donate two dollars for our ability to purchase two new blood mobiles 
California changed their emissions regulations, and the two coaches we have will no longer be able to be used after December 31st of this year. So we're fundraising to buy two new vehicles, and you can make that donation at lstream.org forward slash new bus. Be a hero. Help save lives in your own community. Donate your blood to Lifestream Blood Bank. Lifestream is at lstream.org. Dr. Axelrod, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, John, for having us. Have a great day. And we'll be right back. <laughs> 